Live. Welcome to the Batwoman podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with Mimi and Jeremy, my awesome, amazing co-hosts, and this is the Batwoman podcast. I think I already said that. That's okay. Hi. Uh, so we're returning for the second half of the season. Feel good to be back? Definitely. I definitely, I missed making fun of this show. Because <laughs> like, uh, uh, let's be honest, like, you know, as, as much as we try to be positive, that's kind of what our podcast has kind of devolved into. But you know what? That, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're having fun and the listeners are having fun, I think that's okay. Yeah. yeah I not, missed- not gonna lie. There was a point on Sunday where I was like, oh, wait, that one's on tonight. I have to watch that. Honestly, like, I had forgotten about, like, what week it came on because the CW schedule is so weirdly inconsistent that I was like, oh, yeah, I saw a trailer on Twitter. That's right. It's tonight. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Crisis means I have to do things. Okay. (laughs) Well, so we haven't actually had an episode on here since either Crisis Half, um, so we should probably have some reaction. I don't know if any of the listeners listen to our big podcast uh, crossover reaction to Crisis to the crisis, which was plenty of interesting reactions and such. Uh, lots of fun. But, uh, yeah, so we should talk about a crisis a little bit. What did you, uh, Mimi, how did you feel about crisis? It's a thing that happened. <laughs> and my favorite thing of it, other than getting some good Kate stuff in the beginning half, that was basically all spoiled for us. Like, I'm, I liked crisis, and I feel like I would have been, liked it more if we didn't know like half of what was going to happen, not even as a comic fan, but like at the cameos and things like that. Um, but like it did what it needed to do. It wasn't my favorite of the crossovers, honestly speaking. Uh, it was def- definitely better not. than most, but yeah, like it's it, definitely not if you could read any of the text that she sent. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Oh, I'm, just, I'm oh keeping it God. polite here. My favorite part, though, obviously, was my Constantine Lucifer part. I'm happy oh, Kate yeah. had some stuff, but like honestly, that was, that was my. That was my favorite part out of all of it because I didn't think that was legitimately happening because I remember reading those rumors and I'm like, don't tease me, Internet. Like, don't do this to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I appreciated some of the cameos, most of the cameos, the ones I, well, ones I actually cared about. Obviously, Smallville. Um, <laughs> yeah. That gave me a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm with you, Rachel. I'm right there with you. That's that's honestly what I was about to say. Like it was I was I, I was perfect. here. I was here for all of it. I was here for all of it. I enjoyed a lot of the cameos, but the one I cared about the most was the Smallville one, and they did that one justice. So that's all I really wanted, and <laughs> they did their job. Yep. Uh, was... Also. Also, they actually like we get to see what it's like when you know Kate actually has developmental potential and let's hope that that potential is realized because like that was some really good stuff yeah in in the first yeah. half anyway yeah like <laughs> she did literally did nothing in the second half well yeah <laughs> I, I was i was on the, the second half of the podcast crossover and i was like kate did nothing i had nothing to do this whole time <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm the only person here who's this down about this but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, the Smallville crossover was great. The cameo, um, I died when Ezra Miller came on screen. Um, I agree it would have been nice if they had saved some of the cameos, but I very much appreciate that they saved that one totally. Um, I'm, I'm, still, sad that that they, I'm still sad that they keep cheating out Ren and Ralph Superman. Like, every time we think <laughs> something cool is going to happen, it's just like, nope. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have lots of feelings about this. Um, <laughs> keep watching. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice to see Brandon as Superman. I had a lot of emotions. Uh, that was really nice. <laughs> I know he really, really loves the part and he was super enthusiastic about getting to play the part. Um, so that made me happy. I was happy for him. Um, and I think we, we got some good adventures. Um, and now we know that the Superman and Lois show has also been picked up. So we have that going to series as well. Yep. Which yeah, I mean, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be fun. I cannot wait to see that. I'm ex- I'm excited to see that. I think it'll uh, think it'll be good. And like I'm always cool if more Tyler Hawk ha- Hecklin. Uh, you know, you think yeah, after like uh, watching him in Teen Wolf, I'd be like, yeah, I can say this hot guy's name, but I can't. But like, yeah. uh, no, don't worry about it. We've won- we've only wa- we only watched it for like eight years. Yeah, you know, right? Like we only. And it's not like it was one of the reasons why I watched it because my friend sent me like just unnecessary Derek Shirley spam things, and I was like, I'm intrigued. Uh, <laughs> But, like, I'm happy he's got Superman, and, like, him and Lois are adorable. Also, Lois is married to the man she was with in Grimm, and they are adorable, and I didn't know that they were real-life married. Bonus fact. I'm just really glad that, like, you know, Tyler has something on his resume besides, you know, the Fifty Shades movies. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can finally just kind of ignore that part and just, like, yeah, yeah he was Derek, and then he was Superman. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> skip all, let's skip over whatever's in the middle there. It sounds like yeah. my resume. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no. Crisis was Crisis. It was interesting. Um, for as much as they were building it up and it was supposed to be like the biggest event ever, I don't think it followed through with that. Um, yeah. I was disappointed, honestly. But I, I hope they're going to go back to smaller crossovers that they do well. Um, I said on the crossover episode that I really, really liked the musical crossover between Flash and Supergirl. I thought that's, that was like yo, extremely that, that's still well one done. Of my that's still one of my favorites. Although I will still hold a gripe with that episode because they completely wasted Darren Crest. Oh, they, don't don't get me started. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a lot of feelings about Darren Crest too. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. Any other thoughts about Crisis? Oh, I wanted to say, um, I was very happy to see Baby Sarah restored at the end. Yes! Yes! I had a lot of feelings so about that. Um, so I've been happy. Team Baby Sarah yeah. from the beginning, and I, I and then, continue to be Team Baby Sarah, so. Yep. I was and very the, happy. And the, uh, the backdoor pilot for Canaries leaves some interesting stuff for Baby Sarah, but, you know, this isn't that yeah. podcast, so. Oh, yeah. No, that was, that was interesting. <laughs> We'll talk about it off recording so we can talk yeah. about how queer everyone is today. Explanation yes. point. Okay, I say with a question mark. Actually good, get onto our good episode. Segue. Um, All right. Thank you. And I think the best part about this episode was the title. Um, which I'm, would be, I'm of course, with you on the, that. how queer everyone is today. Um, yeah, I think that's the best episode title we've gotten. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I hear every episode title just read in um, like Alice's voice. So this one was definitely fun. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. Um, yeah, so Crisis is over. Not much has changed on uh, in Gotham, right? Yeah, um, you know, basically. except for the whole unified Earth thing. But Which I know. did like. That part, I, I'm happy they finally did that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, I think what Luke makes, like, one name drop of something in the beginning, but then it's like, eh, whatever. I mean, um, also, also, there's the article at the end, and Kara wrote it, so that was cool. Yes, that was. Um, but we'll get more towards uh, the end developments as we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we're stopping a train with a grappling hook. Um, 
okay. I read a couple of reviews that were really salty about her doing this with a grappling hook. <laughs> they were really mad. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get how that works. Also, what is up with like superheroes and obsession or superhero related stuff and their obsession with train scenes? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I feel like they did the the original. Well, it was, it was original. It was Spider Man Two. The Spider Man yeah, Two one was good. Everything Spider Man Two. I was gonna say, yeah, there's no top in Spider Man Two. So why are you guys even trying yeah. after Spider Man Two? Yeah. Like, there's that no scene, like still makes me cry. I have a lot of <laughs> a lot of feelings. <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, I agree. They should stop with the train scenes. Like graphically, it looked a lot better than I thought. I was like impressed but also why i'm i'm <laughs> just surprised she knows how to use a grappling hook because yeah. <laughs> because like what because she's always been on the motorcycle right so like we haven't seen her actually practice with any of these gadgets and i know this gets into like nitpicky nerd stuff but like you know we, yeah I, I, I like the little scenes of her training could we at least see her use the grappling hook before she like uses it to stop a train yeah that would be nice i agree <laughs> Well, she knows, she kind of knows what this grappling hook is due. She doesn't, would know that it doesn't stop a train, but, you know. But then, Maybe try it really hard because it falls, and she's gonna get, like, killed or whatever, and then there's a white guy, and it's like, lol, Captain America, and I was like, okay? Okay, so here's, so my question about that, so, in my, so does this mean, like, that in the Marvel stuff, the DC comics are fictional, and in the DC stuff, the Marvel comics are fictional? Is that so I could that like works? that. I could get behind that if they met if they kept that consistently because that could be really funny. Yeah, because like Marvel stuff has mentioned Batman before, and you know we got Captain America and like Hulk and stuff mentioned in the Arrowverse. So like, yeah, I, I think at this point I would be established that Marvel comics exists um, in the DC lands at least. So. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, I mean, I, I think that's fun. It's just a little little thing I wanted to like to bring up because I was like, that's what I think it is. I want to know what everybody else thinks. Yes. Um. But yeah, no, we had a white guy, and we were like, compulsive heterosexuality! Everyone's gonna ship that woman with the white guy. So, yay! But that all amused me. I'm just like, well, this is a plot point, you know? I was like, well, uh, I, I, I guess this uh, had to happen at some so, point. So is it, like, bad, is it bad that I thought that Captain America cop at first was Tyler? And I was like, oh, is this Tyler? Wait, no, that's not Tyler. I mean, they're all white men. They're all kind of from the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I do, like half the time I'm watching things. I was watching the Arrow, whatever, Green Arrow and the Canaries thing last night, and the bad guy, the white bad guy comes on, and I was like, William? No. <laughs> Not William. Just another white guy. Yeah, I did think that too for a second, but, like, that was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had the same haircut. Like, yeah, I, I get that. I totally get that. Are white men actually interchangeable? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so we got some heterosexuality, I guess. I mean, I guess that had to happen at some point if they're gonna, like, actually put out there that she's a lesbian which happened at the end so that's good um yep. but yeah anyway um I, I did i read a couple of different reviews and one of them was really uh focusing on the point that that woman is pretty much the first show that's actually in the arrowverse that's actually shown social media um as like actually existing and being a big part of it because yeah. most of the other shows just like pretend it doesn't exist like the flash is like oh iris is starting a newspaper Okay, in 2020? <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is super weird that she's running a successful newspaper when established newspapers like The Times and stuff are, like, you know, kind of, not not on their last legs, but, like, aren't the same as they used to be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Basically. But, 
Yeah, it, it is weird. Like, why doesn't why didn't she start like a like a social media network or something? Whatever. Don't question it. Yeah, and it's, it's just kind of like absent from like Arrow, and I, I guess Super gets into it I'm, somewhat. It's not- well, it used to it used to not be absent from Arrow because back when Theo was on her like you know rich girl like partying doing drugs phase in the first two seasons, she was all up on Instagram. True. So and then I feel like after that they were like, ah, eh, we don't need it anymore. Yeah, yeah, we we no lo- we no longer have a teenage girl in our cast, so no one no one besides teenage girls use social media, so we're good. That's how that works. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. um... I think they did a pretty good job using social media. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty solid. role in the story, at least. Um, definitely getting information out there and having it spread very quickly. It's, that's all social media, for sure. So, so speaking of social media and news, is anyone else getting tired of Rachel Maddow? Like, I'm, 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 I'm getting tired of Rachel Maddow. Like, <laughs> I like on, Rachel Maddow. She came out at the one point on this episode, and I was just like, uh, <laughs> like, why are you here? Like, how many is her contract? Is she doing it the entire season? Is she going to be done by episode 12? Like, Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like she signed up for the whole season. <laughs> yeah, on. and we're going to just be like, uh, we're, we're just awkwardly stuck with her in our show. But, you know. I mean, it was it was like a cute idea at first. Like, oh, that could have been cool. But, like, it just hasn't been playing out well. It's just kind of unfortunate now. Like, her lines are very forced. And it, they just feel like she's trying to read the stuff that the writers think sounds cool. Well, but, also, like, I mean, she's a TV host. She's not an actress. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if she has that, any acting background, but, you know, that's her general career is doing news, not actually yeah. being an actor doing news. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. So. Completely different. Oh, completely different ballgame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She not She's not using, like, her TV voice, if she has yeah. a TV voice, you know, but yeah, whatever. And it's a whole different presence, like, when you're, like, on camera, like, and people can see you versus just you being a voice. Like, there's a whole you know, different kind of delivery to it, you know? And she doesn't have that. But she definitely has that, like, all, when she actually does her, like, news coverage stuff. So it, it is a little weird. They should have just, like, had Rachel Maddow as a person, not whatever Vesper Fairchild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have appreciated that. Okay. Uh, I do love your next point, though, about Alice's tea party at Catherine's grave. Like, she's yeah. so extra, and I like, loved that. Yeah. No, as soon as also, I saw that, also, of course. Also, I want to, like, just point out that thank you, makeup and effects department, for, like, actually caring about Mouse, because yes. he looks significantly better. Yeah. So, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Like, looks great, or not great, per se, because he's still, <laughs> you know horribly disfigured i can't say that that's great that's he looks little... accurate yeah <laughs> how one would hope okay yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's uh it's always appreciated when things actually uh do their job and, I, and sure. I also like that like mouse is like speaking for the audience in a way when he's talking to when he's talking to alice he goes you do realize that she just does not like she doesn't see you like that anymore right you're you're delusional you yeah. are straight up delusional Someone's speaking the truth, and apparently it's Mouse. <laughs> the one person none of us expected, that's and Alice is just like, "What?" That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, really? that's that's what made it such a curveball. Is that it was Mouse of all people that's like, "Yeah, uh, you're crazy." She clearly isn't gonna try and save you anymore. 
Uh, you're not her sister. You literally uh, ruined her life and the lives of all her family. Uh, yeah, you're, she's just going to try to take you down now. And yeah. Alice is just like, what? What? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, we kind of, uh, kind of see that in this episode. Things kind of play out like that. It's just like, oh, actually, my version of what I thought was right for her isn't what she actually wanted. Ooh, awkward. Yep. <laughs> yep. Basically. But yeah. Um, so she's there. And then there's like a confrontation and stuff. And they like yell at each other. And you know, sisters, they do that thing sometimes. Yep. I've been told. <laughs> I don't really fight with my sister because she's nine years younger than me. So we don't have much to fight about. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't yelled at my sister since we were kids. Like uh, once we reached our 20s, like we we've actually started to get along really well. That um, so nice. my brothers still yell at each other. But that's, that's, that's a them problem. Yep. <laughs> I don't live with them anymore, so it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, lots of fighting, and then there's the whole plot about was the, the like the emoji person who hacked all the information, and it was like very and like okay. okay so, so I have a I have a big problem with this. Yes. <laughs> I have a a huge problem with this. So, you know, Mimi and I both love the show Mr. Robot. So when we got the whole, like, cyber terrorist hacking, like, doing some, like, cool shit, like, promoting, like, you know, giving giving people money because the the mayor is, like, being unfair and stuff. I'm like, okay, this could be really cool and really interesting. I like where this is going. And then it just turns into, oh, yeah, sad, dejected um, like emotionally vulnerable lesbian teenager is going to try to fake her own death and possibly commit mass murder because she was outed by her parents or by her ex-girlfriend to her parents and now her parents treat her like a freak. Now I don't want to like downplay or dismiss like the pain that anyone goes through that goes through this type of situation but I don't know yeah. to me it seems like the normal like that is not the normal thing to do when you're feeling like that, like doesn't quite okay. seem like a reasonable reaction. Yeah, like, it really is not. Like, I've had some pretty bad days, but you know, I don't normally jump to, "Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on a train and I'm going to fake my own death and you know, maybe possibly kill some people." But they're just people. Who cares? I mean, I, I think the truly wild part of it was that you know she was actually on the train, so it wasn't even so much faking her death; it was like almost killing herself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, like, and, and, like and and we never like they never fully address it, but like because like they, they only make her like vaguely suicidal. They, like, yeah. they don't ever like bring it up. They just like, oh yeah, I was trying to fake my own death, not like I was trying to kill myself. No, hey. that, like come on, like they were trying that, to crash a train that you were actually on. Yeah, yeah. like that, that just that just felt way too over dramatic and honestly stupid. Yeah, like there's no other way to put it. I mean, like, like, if they wanted to go there, they could have gone there, but they clearly didn't, and they just kind of coasted yeah. over it. So. Yeah, I feel like, like they were going to, and then someone was like, no, that's yeah. too dark, let's make it stupid. And you're yeah. like, you could... I would have been happier if I, they yeah. went that dark. Exactly. Yeah. And I just embrace I it, because you're doing a Batwoman show, you're in exactly. Gotham, if you're gonna go gritty... Yes. Exactly. See, I would have respected is, it if yeah. they went all the way, but they did not go all the way with it. And it's the thing was, yeah, they could have. They could have if they did it all the way. It would have been great, but they didn't. They wussed out, and it was like, oh, 
just a puppy. Yeah, and, 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 it could, and, and it could have, like, raised awareness to, like, a, a you know, really, you know, pressing issue within, you know, that community. And it's like, okay, that's cool. You're actually trying to, you know, go with a message and do it yes, well. absolutely. Even if you just yeah. have, like, the suicide hotline on the screen for the bottom or, like, the, um, the website for, like, the Trevor Project, like, that would be so good. That'd be such a good use of our time and our money and everything here. <sighs> Yeah, and I mean, if shows do that too, and I'm I'm saying, like, with any, if any Arrowverse or superhero show like has the right to like do this kind of thing, it's definitely Batwoman. She's like the icon for you know for that community, uh, especially within the DC universe. Like, so of course that makes sense. Like, Supergirl doing a gun control episode, (laughs) really weird. I don't oh, understand God. why that's. I don't understand why this happening. But Batwoman doing an episode on like you know depression, but to, uh, of like you know young dejected gay people makes perfect sense. Okay, cool. Well, if anybody needs to hear it, the Trevor Project is a great website and a great group that would help a lot of people. And the suicide hotline is one eight hundred suicide. So moving on. Yep. Okay. So then we have we have Kate where she actually like finds this kid and they're in the bathroom and Kate's like the girl's like you're probably just a straight guy that was so popular in high school and Kate's like uh <laughs> Kate's laughing she's laughing on the inside just Kate's like, like I've never had to deal with this problem before no one else has ever thought I was straight <laughs> she's she's like is it the wig do i need to like shorten the hair on the wig or something you could just you could see her just like debating just taking her cowl off completely at that moment (laughs) she was she was thinking about it it's like so this is how barry feels okay (laughs) you calling me straight me Cause, no, because no, Barry has this compulsion to just constantly take his cowl off in front of everybody oh i know a little bit yeah like Except the so, he went for his girlfriend in season two, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been reading a lot of webtoons on the webtoon app, and there's so many over the dramatic top like reveal scenes, and I wish we had that moment, but we were robbed of Kate just being like, "All right, listen, lesbian to lesbian," and it would have been like, "Oh, like I would like, like I would have embraced the ridiculousness, and I would have loved it if they did that." But much like the darker topic. They chickened out, guys. Yep. I, and then they went with a like a much weaker reveal, like later on, like, like yeah, go ahead, like reveal your identity, or I'm gonna kill this girl. It's like fine, okay. I'll show you who I am. And then, like, and then the girl all of a sudden who was like depressed and dejected is like, oh my god, you're gay too? Oh, I'm gonna have a complete change of heart now. She's cool. Like, you're gay and you're. Because that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how it's like, like you're. It's like you're gay and you're hot. Okay, score. That's why I was just I was just like, do do all the normal teenagers in Gotham know who Kate Kane is? Uh, and I, I, I tweeted that, and one of um my friends tweeted back. She's like, the gay ones do, and I was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, at least someone's uh, like, track. I liked Alice being so extra with what's even the girl's name? Like, do we not like uh, Parker? Parker, Parker, Parker. I was okay. really hoping she was going to be Harper Rowe or, you know, oh, my my ultimate pipe dream was, you know, Stephanie Brown, but whatever. Okay. I mean, I'm, I have hope that they keep her around or she shows back up at some point in the future. I think I'd be nice. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they're going to and it's going to be like, surprise, she's in it in like eight more episodes. We'll be like, yeah. cool. That would be good. Cool. 
because I think she'd be uh, she'd be a pretty cool sidekick. I mean, you know, Luke is already our guy in the chair, but he could always use some assistance. Yeah. I think she would bring a good presence to the show, kind of uh, like a Roy for Oliver. <laughs> exactly. She does. She needs. I, I'm not saying like you know give that woman a sidekick unless it's Mary because yeah. yeah. But, I, but I think you know. Having yeah. that presence will definitely help her mature. Because, I, I mean, it definitely worked for Ollie. Like, mentoring all those other heroes definitely, like, matured him over time. Oh, uh, for sure. I, yeah, I think having her presence as, like, someone who could, like, question Kate in those decisions. Because, like, I mean, obviously there's Luke, but if she's only going to listen to Luke up to a certain point. I feel like if it's someone who is, like, in the moment, in the action with her, that would be something different, you know? Uh, yeah, and also Kate doesn't take Luke all that seriously. No, so. she really doesn't yeah. at all. <laughs> It's just like turning off the comp. Yep. At least with Parker, it'd be different because they'd be able to relate on other levels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's going to get some like, quote, internship program with Wayne Enterprises, and that's going to be like how her excuse for being around there, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I just hope she doesn't end up as like the next Sin because Sin had so much potential because, you know, as a a Black Canary fan, uh, I I really like the idea of bringing Sin in because Sin is a cool character, but Sin just kind of disappeared. Like, what was that? I loved Sin. We were robbed. So robbed. (laughs) I was so mad. One of my friends absolutely loves that actress, and we watched those episodes, and she was so bitter that she's like, what do you mean they're not in it again? I'm yeah, like, yeah, they're like, not in it again. Yeah, like, I love the actress. I I love the I love the character. I mean, she's Dinah's adopted daughter. Like, I mean, like, uh, I mean, their, their scenes with Sarah in season two were so good. That's what I'm saying. Like, why did you just get rid of them? I'm like Sarah doesn't even mention her anymore. Like, yeah, I, I used know. to, have, I used to, I used to have a like a sidekick that I kind of treated as my sister slash surrogate daughter. But yeah, no, she's just fine. She's just somewhere. I just like, I don't know yeah. where. No, I hate that. And like, as much as Arrow did bring like other people back, it's like never a mention of ever. I'm just like that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was really hoping for like a Teen Titans thing, but you know, but now it's devolving into an Arrow conversation. But yeah, yeah. Like, I, really hope, I really hope that Parker does not go the way of Sin. Point being, like that is my main yeah. point. Like, I want her to actually come back. I understand that. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I like the way they saved everyone in the high school. Like, it was just all of it was just. Just the right amount of over the top, and I loved when the like last bombs going off, and she's got to save the stupid cop. Yeah, and everyone else is like chanting "kiss." I'm like, that's such a teenager moment. Like that felt very yeah, that was so great. For, like hate <laughs> crashing a high school. Like I did like oh, her also, crashing in. I really enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed the whole selfie thing too. That was pretty funny. Like I, I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> Because, like, I'm, I'm trying to also keep in mind, like, maybe with the things that did change in Crisis, maybe they do know that what more, not that, I mean, we just stated earlier how they do have more of a social media presence, but, like, how yeah. we saw Barry and um, Kara have their moment of, like, oh, my God, you guys team up all the time. Like, maybe that changed. Yep. 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 Um, That'd be cool. But, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, everyone was saved. Alice somehow planted C4 even though she just came to the school when she saw Kate in the, the selfies? Although I really do, okay. I, I, as, as kind of cheesy as that line is that she said, I really like it. Like, I didn't, you know, no one really said what to bring to the dance, so I brought C4. I was like, okay. <laughs> it, was, okay. It, was, it was pretty good. I was like, yeah, all right. I like, I'm glad I can deal with this. 
<laughs> but yeah, everyone is saved. And then everyone's like, oh, kiss the man. And Kate's like, nah, we ain't about this. <laughs> this ain't happening. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm uh, going to go that, that, to my good friend Kara, who's like mostly yeah. reporting about presidential stuff and like winning prizes because she wants to report about me being a lesbian. Yep. So Pulls that's prize hard... winning stuff. <laughs> I that's feel like that's just like a phone call and be like, hey girl, want to help me out? Kara's she was very, like, yeah. is a very versatile reporter. And all, I mean, and also, let's let, let's be honest, like, Kara also has a massive crush on Kate that we all can't deny, so. Yeah, so. Like, yeah, no. We're gonna get crossover ships, can we get that please? Like, come Ka- on. Kara's like, Kara's like, I don't have a crush on Kate, I just feel about her the same way I feel about Lena. And then she's like, oh wait. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, we we've okay, so we've established. I mean, not not. I'm and I'm saying we as in like the fandom. Yeah. We've established that like you know the writers have a hard time writing Kara in a straight relationship. Why can't we just split the difference and give her a girlfriend already? Because like every time she has these like sexual tension female moments, it's like why is this not happening? It's just so much better. It's so much more natural, and you're just like, dude. Like, it made, it made sense for Alex, because, like, she was not explicitly lesbian in the first season. That was not something that they were trying to imply at that point either. But it made sense for them to do it with her. And, like, at this point, honestly, it makes sense for them to do it with Kara. I don't I think they will, but... Yeah, they're not going to do it. They're but, not going to do it. They're not know, brave enough for that, but... <laughs> it's, it's, defi- it's definitely what makes the most sense. It's not what's going to happen, but it's what makes the most sense. Whatever. At least we have uh, the fanfiction website, the AO3, and YouTube. <laughs> So at least we we'll always have those. Okay, yes. Yep. <laughs> Most visited sites, AO3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the B-plot... Oh, sorry. Go, there's another... There's a note before the B-plot. Oh, yes. Well, before before we get into B-plot, there is, of course, that ending. That, um... Oh, yeah. Okay. was something. I was so, not expecting that. Yeah. Um, I... I kind of wish Supergirl had happened before Batwoman because Supergirl explains that way better and then it just makes it made Batwoman feel confusing but then yeah. when I wa- when I watched and then Supergirl came on afterwards I was like oh okay so this is just a common thing that's happening yeah they cool. like actually explained that in Supergirl whereas like they barely even mentioned Crisis and Batwoman and it was yep. just like I was like why is Alice in a brown wig <laughs> what is the explanation because I have yet to catch up on Supergirl I didn't watch it yet Okay, so in Supergirl, like, a bunch of doppelgangers from destroyed Earths have been inexplicably, like, they haven't explained yet, drawn to Earth Prime. So they were a bunch of, like, different brainies from Earths that were destroyed um, that were drawn to Earth Prime. So I'm assuming uh, that, like, by that logic, this Alice is from a world that's destroyed that, like, you know, and she was drawn to Earth Prime. And if you remember her, like, opening line is, like, you know, um, it's weird. You know, I, I, I go back to school, and for some reason, my room was changed to a boys' dormitory. So, like, clearly, like, you know, on her Earth, things were different. And, you know, how she reacted to Kate, like, and, like, Kate spazzing out on her. It's just, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's yeah. clearly, like... Beth and not Alice. I, I would be assuming that this Beth is from an Earth where she was not kidnapped. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the way she, the way she's dressed, it kind of looks like that photo from like Kingdom. Was it? I mean, it's not Kingdom Come, but like you know, uh, bad guy Kevin Conroy Batman. Oh, um, uh, was that Kingdom Come? I feel like I forget what the Earth was, but 
That, yeah, that it, was it could be that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that one. Like, it, the same outfit from the picture and everything, so maybe. But also, like, they had already died by the time, like, Bruce was all bitter and robot-y. So. Yeah, that's true. We'll find out know. or not. They'll just be like, it's Beth. And we'll be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, we all know she's going to die, right? Like, let's not try to pretend that let's, she's not uh, going to die. Let's, let's save that for the discussion. We have to talk about the B-plot first. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So, cool. Mary's sadness always hurts. And I want to, like, uh, I, wa- I always oh, want to hug Mary. God. But, like, yeah. all of the B-plot just made me want to hug her so much more. And she was such a great trooper for wanna, all the bullshit I- she's going through. <laughs> I wanted to hug her, buy her a drink, some ice cream, whatever she needed. Honestly, like, <laughs> like my note for, for the B-plot was just, Mary is sad, so we are sad. But we are. Like, <laughs> that pretty much sums oh, it up. Man. Yeah, no, that's accurate. That's Honestly, very, like, very accurate. And Jacob's I, in jail. I, I, like, I care more about Jacob being in jail because it's making Mary sad than I actually care about Jacob being in jail. Because, yeah, I, I mean, none of us care about Jacob, but we all care about Mary, like. Like, uh, eh, he's I, a cop. He's in jail. Have fun. We care about Mary. <laughs> I do like though that Mary and Sophie are apparently talking. Like that's cute. Yes, uh, I, I enjoyed that. It's, it's not going to make me like Sophie anymore. And I'm sorry, like the, the, to the Sophie fans that listen to the podcast. Like, uh, you know, my mind still isn't changed about Sophie just yet. Um, we have it Sophie might get there. <laughs> no, I mean, if you, you remember the feedback from the from the episode where like Sophie had that turn, like there are a lot of people defending Sophie. In oh the feedback. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay, I guess we have Sophie fans. Hi, Sophie fans. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, we were on your character. Let you exist. Um, yeah. Yes. No. We. I did like her interactions with Mary. That was. Yeah. It was also a good way to keep her like semi relevant because she clearly didn't have anything else to do with her episode. So yeah. Also, I, for, like, I, remember, beat up that guy. I remember your tweet about Sophie, and I actually had the same question, too. So, like, Sophie doesn't know about Kate, right? Is that why Kate was hiding in the shadow? <sighs> I'm I'm so lost. I'm so confused. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe this is something that changed through Crisis, but they have not established that at all? Because, like... You know, I know Jacob was like, forget about it or whatever, you know, and yeah. so and so Sophie like dropped it, but that doesn't mean Sophie still doesn't it believe. It doesn't mean like she Kate... lost her memory of it, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was confused on that too. And when I saw your tweet, I was like, okay, so I'm not alone here. Uh, that confused me also. Yeah, no, I mean, it would have been one thing if Kate came back, like, I came back to a world where Sophie didn't know I was that woman, but they didn't do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't. Make, so that, that's the and that's the thing that kind of annoys me because you know that first half of Christ had so much good Kate development. Does that mean we're just not going to acknowledge that development? Like no, <laughs> don't do that. Maybe I guess. I mean, I guess we'll have to find out. I hope that the this coming this coming weekend's one will solidify that character growth or at least acknowledge it in some yeah. way, shape, or form. <laughs> I think. I think it was really interesting to see her interacting with a Bruce that was like bitter and depressed and in like a worse situation mentally than she was when yeah. I think her Bruce is generally someone she's like aspiring to be towards. She's yeah, seeing exactly. him as a hero and this was him as a villain. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do, I think that would have definitely had an effect on her. So I yeah, think and, that'd and be great to it's see. It's weird because every other character that we've seen so far in like the premieres that, you know, was a paragon have has, you know, openly acknowledged how deeply all of that, you know, craziness of crisis has affected them. And like, Kate's just like, eh, you know, just another day. I'm stopping a, I'm stopping a train with a grappling hook. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Although I was happy to see her smile. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting changes in expression. Cool. She knows how to smile now. <laughs> they taught her so much. <laughs> Shade, what's that? Um, Shade. <laughs> shall we move into the discussion? Yes, we can move into right. the discussion now. Okay. So, um, yeah. How long do we think it's before Ellis is at least going to try to kill Beth? It's, she, she's going to do it immediately. She's going to try it immediately. I give, her, gonna, I give her like 10 minutes without within finding out she exists. Like 10 minutes, I would say. You're giving her, you're giving her minutes? Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, if she's, not if she's like with her in person and she finds out. Then no, it's just obviously a couple of seconds. But if she's like in a different location, I would give her 10 minutes to get to that location. Uh, she's got, she, she's got, she's you know, it's been clearly established that she has crazy girl strength. So, like, when she hears <laughs> that, like, there's somebody moving in her, in her sister territory, and it's somebody that looks like her, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, she, oh, she ain't having any of that. <laughs> she, she's going to she's gonna turn into, like, the Flash, just all of a sudden, just siphon some speed force somehow. I don't know. She'll get there. She yeah. will find a way. See, my, my questions are, though, is, like, obviously, Beth's not going to stay. She's probably going to end up dead, but, like... If they have Alice kill her, that's clearly just going to drive her further away from that's Kate. What I'm, that's yeah. what I'm so we don't, I mean, it's, it's like we want Alice to have a redemption arc, but having Beth here seems like a way for them to like ride out. Oh, yeah, we don't need to give Alice a redemption arc because we have Beth now. Yeah. But if Beth dies by Alice's hand, then yeah, there's no way in hell that like Alice is coming back. I mean, and I mean, I, yeah. I guess that's what they want to do, but I don't want it because I you know, know, I know, it's so good. I, uh, I'm like, I want Kate to be happy. I want Beth to be happy. I want Alice to be happy. <laughs> Just <laughs> they'll be happy. But I mean, this this is clearly like Alice's worst nightmare. This is that a version of her that her sister loves and like would have always been expected to like. Basically, her, if not all these horrible things didn't happen to her, and she's moving in her sister. It's literally that's, like that, that's what I'm saying. Like worst case Cath- scenario, Catherine. Catherine only indirectly separated them. Yeah, and look at what she did to Catherine. Imagine what she's gonna do to this poor girl. Like, yeah, um, oh, it's, gonna, it's gonna be brutal. Oh my goodness! Like just imagining it, I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all might need to move this episode to the nine o'clock time slot. Yeah, like, I'm concerned for whenever that happens. Yeah. And I feel like whenever she finds out, it's going to either be, she's either going to find out in the first 15 minutes, attack by the next commercial break, or it's going to be, like, a very twisted ending. Yeah. And then it'll be like, see you next week, and we'll be like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I'm going to be sad, because, like, Alice, like, Beth and, like, regular Beth and Mary are definitely going to have some cute actual sister moments and then, uh, and then and then Beth is going to die and then Mary's going to have another reason to be sad and then we're all going to just be even more sad just <laughs> yeah. so much sadness yeah okay well before we move on to feedback and such um, and we talked about crisis and how it really hasn't affected the story so far um, do you have any thoughts on like how crisis going forward could affect the story of like I don't know, Kate's interactions with Bruce or her thing as a paragon. She was Courage, right? Yes? Yeah, Courage. Yeah, yeah courage. courage. Okay, cool. I remembered, <laughs> remembered correctly. Um, so yeah, maybe that was a thing, as well as interactions with other shows, like maybe mini yeah, crossovers. I, 
I just want. I, yeah, I'm I'm down for more smaller crossovers, especially again. Her and Supergirl have like such a strong, like already off the bat friendship. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, that'd be good. I, I I would love to see her interact with Sarah, especially now that Sarah can't just you know bang any available lesbian she sees. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Like, yeah, I, I would <laughs> really like to see that because like they, they they both have like very dominant energies, and I would like to see how they interact it's it's okay writers you don't have to make sarah sleep with this one it's okay yeah that's what i'm saying like she, she's, she's in a good relationship now and you've already done the whole rocky relationship arc for them we're good so, we're good like, to go we don't need to do this yeah let's just have them be friends let them get drinks let them get drinks let, let them get drinks with alex and alex's person oh and like oh it'd be adorable you know like no. it'd be really cute no. it'd be a nice little girls day yeah. they drag they drag kara and lena yeah. and they're like we, we're talking we shit out <laughs> Can we just yes. have a brunch episode where just all of them go get brunch? Oh, okay. <laughs> that would just... be great. I, I would I would love that so much. <laughs> we deserve a brunch episode. Quick, petition now. Yeah. Hashtag definitely... CW brunch episode. <laughs> Mary Mary definitely needs a brunch episode. Oh, yes. Bring yes, she does. For Mary. Bring no Mary. Else. For Mary. Yeah, exactly. Bring Mary. Brunch for hashtag brunch for Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but as the seasons go on, I think... Um, Maybe more little interactions. I'm like I'm thinking specifically of season three finale of Arrow when they're stuck in Nandaparbat and Barry comes on for like three minutes and comes and helps out and then goes. Like, yeah, yeah, that was cool. I would I appreciate that it. so much. Even if they just bring Supergirl on for like a ten minute scene, that would be great. You know? Yes. You have yeah. this ability now. Like you specifically have this ability now. Please make use of it. I want it so badly. Like, they've given themselves this gem of a thing they can finally do with LSVs. That was the the thing that I always complained about the most with this whole multiverse thing, because it's really cool that the multiverse exists, but it's also just kind of annoying that we can't, like, you know, have, like, the DC universe that we all know and love. But now it's here, so let's do it. I mean, the, the the comics don't ever, like, do, like, you know regularly do like big team-ups and like they just do small ones where they show up all the time and i, I know bat characters are notorious and being like oh i don't need any help but i feel like kate kate should definitely ask for help yeah. especially because she's newer at this i think kate needs help kate needs some assistance maybe like a nice therapist too but you know <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get there we'll get there we'll get- I think every I think every main character in the Arrowverse needs therapy but you know i mean i was i was gonna say the uh Kate and her sister and her stepsister probably all need therapy. <laughs> and they're not in the same session because and it was lead to murder. Yeah, no, not the same. Also, also, do not go to the same therapist that Barry and Iris went to because that that therapist was terrible. Oh, Lord, that was that was so bad. Wait, that was a that was a. Okay, never mind. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, that was something. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, don't go that therapist. Okay. Shall shall we move into the lovely feedback? Yes, we can move into the feedback. Uh, maybe right. would you like to read first? Sure. From Renee Nerdy Nails. Uh, starting with your tweets, by the way. Just yeah. yeah, starting with that tweet. Uh, man, that ending though. I feel you. That ending was. I did not expect it, and I liked it. I was. Yep. Yeah. It was. In. We got uh, at Kenny Crawley said really great episode of Batwoman. Really enjoyed it. And then we got all right. Yeah, Jeremy. We got, we got uh, what is this? Uh, Rogue Text 58. Uh, curiouser and curiouser. Happy to see Batwoman out and proud. Wouldn't be surprised if Mary started shipping her with Kate. <laughs> yep, I could definitely see that. Um, 
while I like the twist with the doppelganger breath, I hope she eventually uh, has an Earth of her own to go uh, to call home, or she'll feel she'll just end up feeling sad and alone. Yeah, I don't think she'll have a. I don't think she's long for this world. Uh, but nice. I hope. I hope so, though. Like, that'd be, be very nice. nice. If she got a happy ending? That'd be nice. I don't but, think it's going to happen, but it'd be nice. I was, I was going to say, we've seen this show. Well, you know, what would be nice doesn't ever happen on this show. Yeah. We can't have nice things. Nope. Except for Mary. I mean, even Mary, though. She's sad now. You and can it's keep just... Mary. Don't touch Mary. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Mimi? Sorry about that. Mick, Mark, Mark Bickford. Uh, so, new hacker kid. What's the over-under on when she officially becomes the new Robin? Oh, the hot detective Slam Bradley. He actually is one of DC's oldest characters with his first appearance as a rough-and-tumble private eye in Detective Comics number one, which makes him older than Superman. I did not know that. Thank oh, you for cool. tweeting us about that. Wild. Nice deep cut. Yeah. Some actual information, not just a white boy face. Nice to know. Okay. <laughs> uh, William Walton at Waltz658 said, I thought Kate was going to offer Parker a job of some kind with her real estate company when she finishes school. I hope we get to see her again, maybe even working with Batwoman. Looking forward to seeing Kate explain another Beth pre-crisis Earth 99 version. Yeah. Ooh, um, interesting. Covered on a lot, of this, a lot of those thoughts in our discussion. We think it'd be great if she came back, too. Um, yep. Hope we get a call back to that at some point. So. Uh, okay, so um, Jeff, uh, Jeff Harden at Inspector Dark. Flora. Um, yeah. Not gonna lie, I choked up a little when uh, when uh, Mary and Kate hugged. Uh, so much emotion on Mary's face. Oh, oh yeah, that was that was such a good moment. Like you know, like we were talking about, like the Jacob in jail stuff. I did not care about, but the moment when like they made up and they hugged, and you know, even like the small moment when he was like happy birthday, kiddo. I was like, oh okay. The yeah. one. The one thing I meant to say that I do like with him in prison is, like, what that guy's trying to mess with him, and he's just, like, so blank-faced, like, he's no. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> and I love it. That's the only thing I'm enjoying about it. I'm like, and I know it's yeah. not going to last. He's going to get his ass kicked. He's an old man. He's a cop. He's screwed. Anyway. He's screwed. Yep. But, yeah, he's like, yeah. he, but J- Jacob's face is like, look, this is not Oz. This is not Orange. This is New Black. This is Batwoman. <laughs> I know how this is going to go. Basically. Yeah. He's accepted his fate. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah. last t- tweet, Mimi? Yeah, from Pamela Harvey. I'm here for all the sister content. I'm actually really intrigued with what they're going to do with how they've set up the cast with dad being in jail, husband left, high schooler at Beth. It feels fresh. I agree on that point. Yeah. I do like the setup, and I hope it continues. Yep. I hope we get some good right. scenes with that. All right, that's it for our tweets. We have one email from our friend, New Rachel. She said, Dear Batwoman Podcast, so how far away are National City and Gotham? How would Lena be able to be seen there if she lived so far away? And when do you think Kara would in- conduct her interview with Kate? Is this going to lead into the Superbat crossover somehow? Sorry, Supergirl Stan talking. It's okay. As a little Stan, I feel you. <laughs> anyway, I actually really enjoyed this one. The antagonist was interesting, and I liked how she and Kate connected. It wasn't something I expected at all, but I also liked how the episode title had two meanings, both referring to how strange, weird everything is after Crisis, the old school meaning of queer, and yep. the plot thread of Kate's sexuality and how she used that to reach out to somebody, eventually coming out at the end. I thought that was really powerful and necessary for a series like this, and I'm glad that Kate is here as a character that people in the real world can look up to. Agreed. Yep. Other than so that... So again, yeah, uh, but so, I was just going to say, uh, you know, like we said before, uh, I, you know, I do like the character of Parker, and I think she's 
great, and I hope she you know sticks around. If I just wish they had went a little farther with it, like, but other than that, it was the plot itself was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Finishing the email. Uh, other than that, Alice Beth, the twist at the end was the other Beth pulled through a wormhole, like what happened with another character on last night's Supergirl, or is there another yep. explanation? Also, I really liked Kate and Mary's reconciliation and hope they continue to repair the relationship. From New Rachel. I agree. Um, and yeah, I think what, one other thing that would be cool if Parker stuck around, um, or just, you know, in a lot of TV shows, like they have a gay character, like they'll have maybe like their love interest as another gay character, but you don't really see them having like gay friends, which is so inaccurate compared to real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> weird. Yeah, and, and you know, obviously. Parker is like 17, so she's definitely not going to be a love interest for Kate. At least no, we no, hope no. not. We're not oh gosh! <laughs> I want her to be friends with Mary. Like I want them to. F- I want to. Ha- I want them to have fun with the fact they have like a 17 year old hacker lesbian chick. Like let Mary help her make more friends or whatever it is. Be like, hey girl, I've been there. I haven't yeah, been in your but shoes, but like. Let her bond on that girl level of like, hey, I'm sorry you had a messed up moment with your parents. I'm sorry that your ex-girlfriend did this to you. That None of that should have happened. And Let's go have a nice spot be, day. She and Luke can be hacker bros. Like, Luke can yeah. be like, oh, that's dope. You can do all this. Let me show you some other tricks. Yeah, that would be great. Hacking for the right thing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think she could see Kate as like a role model of someone like being inspirational and doing good things. And at the same time, I think that would affect Kate as well as being like, I have this kid looking up to me. I have yeah, that, to be the, to the right thing. That, that's what I'm saying. And like, you know, going going back to this being a bat show, the reason why Dick Grayson, you know, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, all those characters have made Batman so much better is because they give not, not just because, it, uh, you know, the original reason was just to give Batman somebody to talk to other than Alfred. Yeah. But like the, the meta, re- like the actual like writing reason, like, you know, giving Bruce this responsibility of this kid to look after this, like, you know, an actual extra life on the line, like in the action, like it made him, you know, have to think more, have to be like more precise. It made him a better hero, a better person and a great dad. I mean, you know, not necessarily best dad. He has some questionable decisions, <laughs> but a great dad. I mean, putting your, putting your child in danger a few times, but yeah, no, I would, I would agree that he's a great dad. <laughs> so yeah, I think that'd be good. All right. Yeah, I think it's a cool angle. Do we have any other closing thoughts before we uh, go to our social media handles? Uh, yeah, I it was much better than I expected, given how like pre-crisis everything was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the strongest of our post-crisis shows, but that's also because, much like Rachel, Legend Stand that was solid. Yep. Uh, yep. But was, like was this was, this was like it was better than I thought. It was on par for where I'm at with most most of my feelings on Batwoman. But I'm happy it's back because we get to do this more and I'm excited to see more of it grow in yep. whatever direction that may be. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I think it was, you know, obviously it could have been stronger on a lot of fronts, but it did show a lot of promise, I think. Um, possible pass forward where they could choose to do good things. Um, and I very much hope that they do make those choices. I guess we'll have to yep. hang on and see. Yep. I mean, like, you know, it could have been a lot worse, you know. There were no actual, there were no like big problematic scenes that you know Mimi had to yell about this. Yeah, time. yeah. Like, so like, like we had like two of those in a row, like uh, two of those in a row, but like <laughs> a very meager amount of credit for not doing anything terrible. Thank you. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's my bar for this show. Stop. Pretty much. <laughs> just, just don't be, don't be terrible. You were completely bar. awful. Yes. Like, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> don't be terrible. Hashtag that one. Yeah, not really. Rick, we'll put it in the DCTV podcast. Um, <laughs> the story. <laughs> get, on, get on Andy, yeah. Don't yes, be terrible. Uh, <laughs> That'd be good. Watch. Bestseller now. Anyway, about nope. those social media handles. Yes, Mimi, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Morganstein17 on Twitter and basically everything. Basically everything? Basically like Yeah. yeah. Basically. Um, you can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Canary at Law. Um, you can find the show at Batmoon Podcast on Twitter as well as Batmoon Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to write us um, thoughts about the episode through an email, that'd be great. We'd love to hear them. Jeremy? Oh, yeah. And- and uh, you can find me uh, at Mr. J's Reviews on Twitter. And if you want to hear my uh, weekly coverage on all the Arrowverse shows, I, you know, YouTube still doesn't like me, but I did find a new site to upload content onto. So you can find me on Blair.tv. Just search up Mr. J's Reviews and you should find me there. Uh, so, you know, if you like hearing me, you know, make fun of Arrowverse, uh, this Arrowverse show, imagine <laughs> all the other ones like that I get to like talk about. Although, like, I am very positive about Legends because Legend is amazing. So I'm glad we're all, we're all here for here for Legends. That makes me happy. Obviously, we have <laughs> yeah. standards, God. <laughs> so, you know, check that out as well. Um, oh, r- real quick, also, uh, podcast stuff. I did actually recently start a podcast while we were on break. Uh, it's a TV-related one, and actually our next episode is going to be on Crisis on Infinite Earth. so just search up Channel Chasers and you should be able to find that. Uh, so oh. that'd be really cool. Nice. Very cool. Side comment. Jeremy and I are going to be doing a book podcast, so if you want to hear us talk about books, not just our nerdy love of like comics and things, we'll yeah, bring we back do, our book yeah, battle. Yeah, we do read other things besides comics. I know it's shocking, but yeah. I mean, I only, I only read comics and fan fiction, but you guys have fun with books. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it from us. Um, thanks for uh, all the interactions we've had over a good week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.